0: What's up, guys? This is Wendy, and I'm the newest member of the Freestyle
1: Club. Warning. 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 The Freestyle Club contains adult language. It is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is Freestyle Club with your hosts, the unknown admin, Rafael Reyes, and CPR, Jose Ortiz.
2: Hello and welcome. Welcome to this week's edition of the Freestyle Club. I'm truly excited about this one, but joining me, we got the unknown admin, Rafael Reyes.
3: What's good, you bastards?
2: And joining us this week, one of my favorite artists of all time. We go back 20 years. Wendy, how are you tonight?
0: I'm good. How are you? And thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
2: Now, I got to ask that important question. Are you ready? Yes. How does it feel to tape breasts? (laughs)
0: I completely forgot about that. I completely forgot about
2: So we go back to the first artistic uh, record release party, <laughs> and uh, Wendy is there to perform, and instead of her performing, she's stuck in a bathroom with a recording artist taping her breasts that she had just recently <laughs> done with duct tape because the nipples were pointing in the opposite direction. Remember that? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't remember
0: all the details, but I do remember the tape. I do remember the
3: tape. How do you... Jose oh, remembers a lot of the details. Well, you were there?
2: I was there, yes. <laughs> I was the host.
0: Oh, my God. Wait, is that the same day that I, that I busted my ass at your mom's house?
2: Uh, no, that's a different day. That was a second story that we were going to talk about. <laughs> so uh, we were going to the final goodbye for the group vocal image at a bar that smelled <laughs> like piss. Remember that? <laughs> dimly lit lots of smoke yes i remember it was a it was a smelly pizzy bar that smelled like piss and shit and that was the last night uh vocal image performing as a group and they had this like bodega window as they passed by (laughs) i remember (laughs) yes i remember that not only that they had like a a old rug you know what i mean with cat litter on top of it you know (laughs) what a classy place (laughs) And so before we got to the show, we were leaving my house and uh, Wendy had these three steps to go down and she kind of, <laughs> she did the Undertaker tombstone pile driver on herself. And, right? <laughs> and she landed knees first. It was horrible. There was, I, your mom was the best. Your mom fixed me up and. I loved your reaction. I love uh, the, the cursing uh, because <laughs> if you may not know Freestyle Club, Wendy is the best cursor in the world. Oh my God. Oh, that sounds horrible. That sounds horrible. It's the it's the Italian in me. She could throw the F-bomb like no other. You know, and hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we'll we'll be blessed with a couple of F bombs during the show. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> there we go.
1: This is the Freestyle Club.
2: She's here! She's here! Yes! I'm back! <laughs> Back And I'm so proud to have you back in 2018. You got a brand new song. And yes. And it's, yes. it's with the Santana twins. And it's called yep. If I Tell You. If I tell you that you wanted me to sing. If I tell you that we make it
0: through
2: the day. If I tell you to you promise me the world. If I tell you, if I show you. How did you connect with the Santana twins?
0: Actually, I reached out to them at the beginning of the year. Um, you know, I have been really tied up with with um my son's career. So, I kind of put myself on the back burner and um I was just I was just dying to do another song. So, I um I had heard, I think it was I think it was Nick Cologne's stuff that I heard and um I saw that the the twins had produced for him. So, I reached out to them because I had never met them before and I said, "Hey, you know, um I haven't done a song in a while." Um, I was interested in doing one you know would you guys want to work with me and they they were they were completely about it and um I went to New York I, I met with them and it was just it was just a, a really awesome experience they they sent they this is the first song that I recorded that I didn't write so they had actually sent me um you know the song and said you know what do you think of it and I, I fell in love with it so um that's how I linked up with them who wrote the
3: song um they wrote the song the so times twins can write yeah <laughs>
2: Oh, that sounded kind of bad. Oh, I love it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like they're sitting there with uh, two rocks, Rocking a chisel. Oh my
0: god! I'm I'm staying neutral. I'm staying neutral right
2: now. <laughs> me, you, Planet Rock beat. No. Oh, <laughs> let
0: me tell you. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. And I, I know it's all in good fun, and you know, you guys, are, everybody, you know, knows everybody. They, um, they were they were really really great to work with. Like all joking aside, they were great, really great to work with, and very professional, and um, just a really good combination of minds and creativity working together and um so much laughter we had to stop a lot I mean I once I get going I can't stop laughing
2: <laughs> and I've known you all these years man that that's um, one of the coolest <laughs>, laughs I've ever heard unique thank you thank you <laughs> now how do you feel about having your own song written by someone else and everyone's playing it
0: it's a it's a really it's a good feeling but it's it's different because I think when when you um when you sing a song that somebody else wrote you kind of have to you know put yourself in somebody else's shoes and and try to put yourself in that um in that storyline so you can feel what you're singing and so that that was a little different for me because you not that i always write from experience but i think when when you write from you know from your point of view of of certain situations you're gonna feel what, what you sing. So with singing something that somebody else wrote, for for me in particular, has has been a, a little bit different. But it was it was a a, a great experience. I would definitely um, you know record a song again that somebody else wrote without without a without a problem. But um, it, it just was different. It was just different. But but good in the in the end.
2: Do you want to finally have that Wendy album?
0: I I think I do. I think I do. Um, and there, there's some there's some things in the works that I I I can't really say, but um, what I will say is that this won't be the only new song that you
2: hear from me. The more that we get from you, the less I have to play of other people that are not as talented. <laughs> oh my god. It's, it's great because if
3: ever there was an artist that was long overdue for an album, I, I think Wendy will be in the top two. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I mean, you. I'm just looking at your catalog. I'm like, I remember that song. I remember that song. But it's all, you know, on that compilation. It's on a B side of a vinyl. I'm like, why don't she have her own shit? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's long yeah, overdue.
0: You know what it was? I, I think you know a, a big part of um, of the of me doing the music like back in the day. Like I wasn't under management I, I wasn't under a booking agency <clears throat> like the shows that I did you know either you know Willie got them for me or people booked through me and I th- I think you know my career would have went a lot further had I i been you know more on top of it and and pursued it more to find the right people to work with um and unfortunately I didn't do that and then you know it kind of died down a little Well, I, where I live freestyle kind of died down a little bit. So for me, um, like when I listen to your station and stuff like that, like I, I hear stuff that I've never even heard before. I'm thinking like, who the hell is this? And <laughs> what the hell is that song? And and it's all like new stuff. And I'm thinking like, I don't even know these people. And then I'm thinking like, wait a minute, am I just old? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> so it's, it's crazy. But I mean, I, I really think that, you know, had things been different back in the day, I, I definitely think I would have had an album. Um, I definitely would have done more music, but you know, things happen for a reason. And, and you know, timing is everything. And I think that now that my son is situated and and he's established, you know, now I have time to focus on me and do more music. I
3: definitely understand because, you know, being a single father myself, sometimes you have to push your own aspirations and your own dreams aside to make sure that they get a great start in life. So I, I can definitely understand that.
2: Big kudos to both of you. As I stand here listening to you both and I think about the accomplishments that both of you have, Raphael just finished paying for his son's college. Like he paid it cash. You know what I mean? And that's something to be really, really proud of. And you, Wendy Scanlon, braha. I can't believe you remember that after all these years. That is so crazy. <laughs> I remember your Jewish name, woman.
0: Oh, my God. That is so funny. So if Raphael, if you don't know, if anybody doesn't know, my mom is Jewish and Italian. So I was forced to go to Hebrew school when I was when I was a teenager. And like when you go to Hebrew school, they give you a Hebrew name. Yeah. and the fact that you remembered that and i think i even wrote in hebrew for you the one time do you remember
2: i do remember i still have it no way yes <laughs> I'm from no Brooklyn, so way I know I'm
3: about <laughs> <laughs> hey
2: listen there, there are people there are people that come into your life that you never forget i keep a lot of the memories that we had and we shared 20 years ago very deep inside me and i keep little trinkets and memorabilia and i'm um, the same way
0: i'm yes. the same way
2: but what i wanted to okay. say is that I got to compliment Raphael for being the father that he is and taking care of business. You know, I don't, I know he doesn't deserve a, a parade or anything like that because he's the type of man... Why not, dude? Wait, hold <laughs> on a second. No. He's, he's the type of man that says, this is my responsibility and this is what I got to do. And so... Right. The same thing with you. You know, you you came to New England, you became pregnant, and then you became uh, mommy mode. And, and yeah. you became mommy Wendy. And so... You did put your career on the side um, and and you raised a great son. Uh, You you have a beautiful daughter and, um, you know, you've been the single parent really doing great things. And your son is a superstar now in the field of EDM and uh, Celestia is just killing it right now.
0: It's insane. It's like it's 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 so surreal and so like it's one of those things that there's absolutely nothing that you could ever do in your life to prepare you for the level of fame that that any not just not not just your child but but anyone that's that's close to you or related to you and you know it's just I I sacrificed so much for my for my kids for both of my kids and you know and the best feeling in the world is when your kids are old enough to sit, sit down and have a heart-to-heart with you and say you know what I love you so much and thank you so much for always supporting me and and thank you for sacrificing and thank you for not doing this so I could do this. And, you know, when, when you're starting out doing what he does, it's it's very expensive. It's very, I mean, you know how CD, CDJs when you're a single parent and, and, you know, you have bills to pay, you know, tossing out those kind of thousands is not really, you know, your top priority, but it becomes your top priority and you, and you make it work. And, you know, we were talking, um, We talk, he calls me all the time when we talk. And I I love the fact that even though he lives in Hollywood and he's not living at home, you know, he's just so appreciative. And he tells me all the time, like, I love you so much. And thank you so much for everything that you do for me. And, um, you know, I celebrate mother's day. I celebrate father's day. And I know a lot of people talk shit and say, oh, you know, it's not for the mothers, but you know what, when my, when my son tells me happy father's day, mom, I'll take it, I'll take it all day. And, you know, it's just, it's really amazing to see the man that he's, that he's become and grown into. And, and he's just so, so humble and hasn't changed at all. And he works with I mean, he works with some of the biggest names in the business and it hasn't changed him at all. And, you know, when you when you meet people in the business and they're like, oh, you're Slushy's mom. Oh, your son is awesome. Or he's so humble. And it's, you know, you have to pat yourself on the back and, and, and say, you know what, everything that I sacrificed
2: was absolutely worth it. I love the story of Slushy, the demos that you would send me. Hey, what do you think? I remember telling you this kid's going to be a star. And, and man, it didn't take long, because I said that, and I think a year later, he was just doing so much, so many amazing pieces of work that he just mm-hmm. blew up. But for me, when I saw the picture with him on stage in front of thousands and thousands of people, and he's just... 50,000 people. Yeah, he's just like...
3: <laughs> that was crazy. I saw that picture.
2: Because recently he was attacked, and the way he handled that, he schooled an old-school EDM artist on how to treat people. And I, I was very, very proud of him in the way that he yeah, handled
0: me himself. Too. Me too and and you know what I'll tell you what that actually ended up on billboard.com and I was like floored and you know what when I saw how many of dead mouse's fans were saying to to dead mouse like yo that's not cool like you know we like your music but that like you went you went too far with it and um, and he handled it like a gentleman but what I wanted to tell you was that that picture that you saw with us on stage and that, that was in California when I went out there. Um, it was the, it was like that moment was like one of like the most unbelievable mommy moments of my life because when I go, I don't stand in the, in the crowd because it's just a little too wild for me. So I like stand side stage and I, I watch the show and, um, You know, there's just so many people and all of a sudden I hear, hey, mom, come here. And I'm thinking like, oh, my God, I'm going to just pretend like I didn't hear that because there's too many people. And he's like, he's like, hey, guys, he's like, I brought my mom here. He's like, say hi to Mama Slush. And then I wake up the next day. And my Instagram is like flooded with followers. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> it like, it's just, it, it. That's when it really, it, it really like sinks in, and you're just like, holy shit, this is crazy. You have some young like, this kids is,
2: like, yo, Mama Slush, what's up? Yo, hitting you. He's they'd be sliding into your DMs.
0: Oh my god, it's it's crazy. I have pe- I have people that 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 messaged me because I don't I don't add his his fans on my on my uh, Facebook, I let them go on my Instagram. Cause I have pictures of him when he was a baby and like, they, they love that kind of stuff. But I have people that will message me like, thank you so much for giving birth to such an amazing human being. I'm thinking like, <laughs> no, nobody ever thanked me for giving birth. Not like, like who does that. And it's, it's, it's just really nice. And then when I, when I see people that, you know, people that message me um, from different countries that, and they're like, Oh, I, I love him so much. He's such a great person. I met him. He's so nice. I'm just like, that is awesome. And, and, you know, he, he tells me all the time, like, he's like, I have the same heart that you have. And I'm like, I know you do. I know you do. Because, you know, he's, he's just a really genuinely caring, good hearted kid. I mean, this is a kid that like two months ago, the principal of his high school that he graduated from texted him just to say, hey, you know, just wanted to let you know we're, that we're all following your career and we're so proud of you. And he actually just went and spoke at his old high school um, on Columbus Day. They, the teachers had like an in-service and um, they, they brought him out. And it was just it was amazing. Amazing subscribe
1: to the Freestyle Club podcast, theunknownadmin.com and
2: cprsmusic.com go, 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 go. Now let's go back to the origins. How did you connect with artistic recordings? Because the first time that I met you was through artistic and when uh, you were going to be featured on Freestyle Parade Volume 1.
0: Right before I met Willie, um, I was I was into freestyle heavy. Like I loved freestyle and he was doing a show. I forget. It was some club. I think it was in Philly or Jersey, and I was in the ladies' room and I was singing, you know, because I that that's just my thing. I sing all the time, and the acoustics are great. So somebody ran and grabbed him and said, "You have to hear this girl sing." Um, so he comes into the, in the he comes into the ladies' room, <laughs> and that, that's pretty much where I my first pre audition for artistic was <laughs> in the ladies' room. I yep. I I sang to him in the ladies' room. When you sang to him in the ladies' room, what did he say? He was like he I, I think that he was pretty surprised and that's when, you know, we we switched information and then I went and, and I auditioned for the label um up in New York and um I was the first female signed to artistic, so that's awesome and it was great. It was it was such a great time. Like I used to be in the studio for hours with him. Like I I love the whole the whole technical part of, of production because I like I don't know how to do it. So to watch somebody else You know, be creative, and what they do is just so interesting to me that i I I would be I was like a studio rat. I would just hang out and watch and watch and watch and watch, and it it was it was amazing.
2: I felt in love when I heard, I know, and I know, you know this, right? Cause uh, I, just, I was, I was on the radio at one Oh three, five. And, and when I heard you, uh, you were my main focus. I, I needed to play your song every hour on the hour. I, I needed to promote you. I needed people to heal you. And, um, I, I just needed to know who you were, and when I got to meet you for the first time, I was so uh, happy about the fact that uh, we hit it off immediately, and uh, absolutely, and we were able to just uh, just just uh, just hit it off and, and have a great time with everything. And once once uh, I got your song, man, it was over and done with because all I did was play that song, and I'm so glad that Willie Valentin thought of me when he came up with the extended version. When you hear the break for I Know, the extended version, that version is dedicated to me because I love that song so much. And I love that break so much that they extended it for me on the vinyl. That's awesome. That's so awesome. I know it sounds like this is uh, about me, but uh, I'm not trying to be conceited. (laughs) (coughs) No, you're good. I'm actually giving factual information. I'm not making things up. Do you even have a copy of your vinyl still? I do. It's hanging on my wall in my living room.
3: Oh, nice.
2: My kids used to always joke and be like, what are you going to
0: play that on? We don't have a record player.
3: <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, it's in a frame for a reason. It's rare because we talk to so many artists and they don't even have a, a copy of their own vinyl and, it, and it's kind of sad.
0: I only have, I want you back. I don't even have, I know. I don't even have it. And and I have, I want you back because a fan back when, the remember the freestyle message boards? and I feel like a dipshit for not remembering, but I had said something and they were like, oh, I have a copy. I'll send it to you. I was like, Yes. So that's how I have a copy of I Want
3: You So you don't even have a I Know or um, Pray for Love? Oh, I have Pray for the Love. <laughs> uh, you don't sound happy about that one.
0: <laughs> nah. I mean, like, again, another great another great recording experience, but not a fan of the song at all.
2: I have a test press, a vinyl of I Know, so um, I may have to send you one. Oh, my God. That would be awesome. That would be so awesome people have asked me to sell them my copies of the artistic catalog and i humbly declined that's that's just my catalog that's the beginning of my dj career because it was artistic who pushed me to be a better on-air personality and it was artists like you who pushed me to want to continue to do this music because of the quality of a voice and product that was released at that time probably one of the reasons why people still hate me to this day because (laughs) people say oh you know cpr is you know is all about artistic i'm like no i'm all about quality, and if you have the same quality, then I'll be about you too. But at that time, you, you know this for a fact because you were in New England for like twenty minutes, right? <laughs> right. You, remember, you remember all the garbage that people were peddling from here, right?
0: I, I don't. I don't want to say it was garbage. I was. I would say a <laughs> yeah. lot of it wasn't. Was, wasn't my um... trash. You could
2: say it was my it. type of
0: type of stuff. This <laughs> Um no, every, Everybody, everybody is creative in their own way, and 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 when they put stuff <laughs> out, liking, you know. But but I can say honestly, I mean, there's been stuff that I've done that I'm like, oh my god, like that song actually came out, like it like, just stuff that that if I could do it over again, I would I would get people's opinions that weren't related to me that are going to tell me what I want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Because what, I, just, I just
3: pray for the love. <laughs> <laughs> <I knew it. laughs> But that, was, that wasn't that was freestyle, was it? That was more house. No, that I was think. more like, like house, I that guess. Was, yeah. That was
2: her rebellious years. That was, mm-hmm. I didn't get my fucking album, so I'm going to go do this now. Shit. Yeah, pretty
0: much. Pretty much.
2: And we see where that got me. Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you put bad energy out, you get bad energy back, right?
2: There, there oh my God! Was, there was a lot of frustration back then because people didn't know the inner workings of a record label. I didn't know. You didn't know. You know, Angel Mano didn't know because we had conversations. I almost died in his fucking Chevy Chevelle because he was pissed off about not. Oh my God! <laughs> Remember that little fucking little troll card that he had and shit. You know, mm-hmm. and, and so we were sitting there and, and in short terms, you know, we almost got into like four or five crashes because, you know, my boy Angel Bella's is very passionate. But back then we were just kids that didn't know anything about the business. I thought I was going to be a superstar DJ and it all turned out to be true. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We all, no, we all thought we were going to make millions. You know, we all thought we were going to be like these Grab the award winning, you know. We did.
0: And but and, and we and we really believed that. We did. And and you know, I look back to the beginnings of everything and even though you don't you don't sing, you, you were so much a part of artistic you know as much as we were you know what I mean like, like you were you were just as big of an influence and a part of, of the beginning that, that we all were
2: and I'm honored I really am because that's you know that's all I ever wanted for our music was for people to pick up that same type of quality the same type of artist nobody can fuck or mess with the artistic recordings roster I'm sorry it didn't happen back then it can't happen now you have Wendy you have Marisol Rosemary Lopez who was there for a cup of coffee you know, to Cynthia Figueroa, <laughs> Janine Garcia.
0: I love Cynthia. I love Cynthia. That oh my god! Let me tell you something. I, I, I'm going to pause you real quick. I am so picky when it comes to to artists, and she's one of my top three favorite of all time female freestyle singers. I, I love her uh, and Cynthia,
2: Marisol. The Princess of Style, Cynthia Figueroa, is my nickname for her, and the greatest voice to ever come out of New England, Marisol, is my moniker for her. On Freestyle Parade, Volume Number Two, the Art of Dance, the greatest freestyle compilation of all time. When it comes to freestyle, you were part of that compilation, and you recorded a song called "I Want You Back." Now, how was it different recording "I Want You Back" from "I Know"? Um,
0: I don't, I don't know that that it was too much, that it was too too different than the first recording. It was just, you know, the the hype of and all the excitement. From, you know, finally doing what I wanted to do, I was just in go mode. So, you know, there really wasn't a difference with with recording except for maybe like more excitement.
2: Now, did you have a nice load of confidence after getting positive reviews across the board for I Know? And then now here comes your second single. And did you feel that pressure of trying to top it? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, getting, getting the feedback was awesome
0: because, you know... Growing up, I would do, I would go, go do like open mic nights or do karaoke or whatever. And people would always say, oh, you, you have a really good voice. And, you know, to, to hear freestyle fans that listen to the same stuff that I listen to have such great feedback was amazing. So, yeah, I think there was, a, there was a little bit of pressure um, to do a follow-up song that was, that was going to, you know, be received as well as the first one, and luckily it was. Um, but yeah, so the, it, there was a little bit of pressure, but but I think everything came
2: out really well in the end. My favorite part about "I Want You Back" is the fact that every time you performed it, you signaled <laughs> <the> sweet. <laughs> chin music, like Shawn Michaels, like you were going to go for a super kick because every time that you hit that part where you hit the high note, you would smack the yeah, shit out of your leg. And so I'm like, is she going for a super kick? All I know is that at that time, your significant other, every time you sang that song and you smacked your leg, he would duck because he thought you were going to kick him.
3: <laughs> he seen that move before he knew what was coming. Yeah, he's <laughs> more-
1: Wait for sweet chin music again.
0: It's so funny because you say that, and I can picture. I would sl- I would slap my thigh hard as hell and put my arm up like,
2: "Yes, here it comes." <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that. I love that. I still remember vividly. I got I got video. I got to put up of some of your performances.
0: Yes. That would be awesome. And, and the funny thing is, I still I still do the same move.
2: That's after Wendy. all these years. <laughs> that, that's a that's a Wendy trademark. She's going for sweet chill music. It's my signature move. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Now, why did you why did you walk away from artistic? What was it about, you know, that that situation that it made you walk away?
0: Um, I don't think it's that I walked away. I think it just, you know, life gets complicated. Um, you know, when when you you're a parent, and you know, freestyle was was never my full time job. It was like it was my passion, and I don't want to say it was a hobby, but it was like my my really exciting fun part-time job and you know again you have kids and you know your priorities change and you know and at that point I think I was I was living in Jersey and you know Willie's in in New York and um I just kind of got wrapped up in soccer practice and dance class and this and that and you know that takes precedence over everything so um I think that's really how we kind of parted ways it wasn't on, it was it was never on bad terms like I'm there I, I love them dearly Willie and, and Cynthia and and um you know I have you know we're still friends all of us um it's just you know people take different paths in life and you know I switched careers I I was in, in the IT field and then I went into the went into. Um, I work in a salon now so I, I went to back to school for cosmetology and, and that was, you know, that was my life for for quite some time and that was pretty much how it happened.
2: What was your biggest frustration with our music? With our freestyle? Music? Freestyle music in general, yeah. What was your biggest <laughs> with frustration? With <polka. laughs> Why, why, why why'd you drop this list? Let me get this list here. Uh, let me, I've been, I've been compiling a list, since 1997. Let me just tell you right now. <laughs> Item number one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think my, my biggest frustration, um, my biggest frustration, I think even now, and this is, isn't meant to, you know, make anybody feel bad or whatever, but I just don't think, just like, I would never attempt to do heart surgery on somebody because I'm not a skilled doctor. Some people should not be singing, point blank. And, you know, I always say, like, if this person went on the, on the Voice or if they went on America's Got Talent, they would get booed off in a second because they can't sing. And then I look at the other the other aspect of it where I've talked to people and they'd be like, oh, do you like this song? And I'm like, uh, not really. And they're like, what what, what, don't, what don't you like about it? The beat is great. I'm like, yeah, the beat is great, but the vocals are shit. You know what I'm saying? So my frustration was, you know, people playing all all this new stuff, and I'm thinking, like, my God, like, who's telling them that this is the right career for them? You know what I'm saying? I think I get social it.
2: media is now. You know, I think that everybody records a song with their Casio keyboard. And they put it up on Facebook, and he, they get one like or a bendito spin. People are like, "Oh my God, it's great!" Everything in freestyle is great. Have you have you heard all those songs with the Planet Rock beat? Oh my God, yes! Every week, there's two or three that are released. I, I just I just heard two new ones that just got released. Well, you like, know what
0: cracks me up? This is what cracks me up. You know, we're, we're how many years past the beginning of of beginning of Freestyle? And I hear songs now that are supposedly new songs that are just coming out. And I'm thinking, like, this shit wouldn't have been hot 20 years ago. Like, <laughs> it sounds dated like it, like it was made 20 years ago, but it just came out 20 minutes ago.
2: You know what I'm saying? What happened was, Wendy, is that talented artists like you became employed, had children, and left the business. And all the fillers... All the people that are filling out those crappy compilations that Hot Productions put out, those became oh those became <laughs> those became the main artists. So those are the people releasing stuff now because they took the spots of the people that, you know, went to do other interesting things with their lives. So they felt like now is my chance to call up to the top and take this place and people to see me the same way that they saw Wendy at one time. And of course, it doesn't work, but social media now allows them to be out there in the ether and people be like, you're just as good. You're just as great. These are all filler artists that would have never seen the light of day or gotten a spin.
0: And it's a shame because you know what? Like, like I, I hate to make somebody feel like shit for loving what they do.
1: I don't. I just...
0: <laughs> <laughs> but my whole thing now, you know... Especially in the position that I'm in with with my son, and and I see that and I see how people are just for no reason. You know what I'm saying? People, it doesn't make a difference how good of a person you are, or 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 anything like that. You know, some people just have no life and nothing better to do with themselves and their free time than to, than just just to be negative. And that's why. You know, a lot of times I I hear a lot. I hear I trust me. Anything that's been said on a freestyle show about anybody, myself included, I've heard. But you know, to react to it, I think is just so it it's it it takes too much energy to to react to ne- to negativity, and that's why, you know, I have stayed out of out of you know everybody's you know the the public eye for a long time. With, with music or, or anything else other than just my personal life, just, you know, bullshit stuff on, on, on Facebook. Because, you know, it, it's just, it's out of hand and it's out of control. And, you know, I'm 42 years old. Like, the last thing that I want to do is be gossiping or arguing with somebody over something that is completely irrelevant to me. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I think that, you know, when I speak to people and I want to speak to them about their talent and their music they take it personal to the point where they want to get personal because i I don't i don't attack their family i don't attack them personally i just attack their lack of talent and their bad music but then they then they take it personal you know and then they want to go on social media and start talking about private things that have nothing to do with the fact that they don't have any talent you know and even the talented people get into that that groove because they got nothing better else to do you know and it, it is right. an unfortunate thing because we should be celebrating each other more, as we used to do, you know, 20 years ago. If if somebody got played on the radio, we we would be happy. Remember, we were all traveling groups. You would come, yes, here, you would come here, and you would be with Lorenzo Delan, Willie Valentine, the whole New York crew. You would just be, you know, just going to these shows and trying to prove yourselves and singing your asses off.
0: And it was fun. It, it was like it was like a family vacation every single time. Like it was just everybody was cool and if and if there was a little bit of bad blood between people like you know nine times that it's out of 10 things didn't get out of hand you know what i'm saying and, and and we just we just enjoyed life and we lived and we had fun and that's why i have so many amazing memories you know i i have just like you i mean i have scrapbooks with old flyers and and pictures and and just so many things that that I can look back on and say, you know, that was a really great time in my life, and I'm really glad that I got that experience and that it happened. You know what I mean? Even, even, even the negative stuff. I mean, I, I'm I'm at a point in my life where you know, people that I was in contact with, I'm not going to name names. I think that everybody comes into your life for a reason, and every, everybody has a purpose in your life, um, either in it or or out of it. And you know, life is one big learning experience, and I'm at a place in my life where I am so at peace with my life and everything in it that you know, if if more people would would let negativity just roll off the shoulder and say, you know what, it, it is what it is. You know, I'm I'm not going to feed into it. it. It'd be a lot better, and that rolls into all the bad music too because there there has to come up to a point in time where where people just get real and say, you know what let me do, let's just sit down and talk for a second you know you're a great person you're you're you know you're you have a lovely personality you know whatever but maybe this isn't what you should be doing because at the end of the day you either have people that are that are loving the music for the just the the beat aspect of it and then they're talking shit about them behind their back and, and, I'll, and I'll tell you what I'll be the first I'll be the first one to say this I've talked shit about plenty of people It's, you know, it's no,
2: not you. No, I
0: have. No, I have. And you know what? Is it something that I'm proud of? Absolutely not. Have I said things, you know, in public that that were private, that that should have remained private? Absolutely. And and I'm a, a woman enough to to admit that, you know, there's a couple artists that I do not get along with. And for no really no particular reason, I just, you know, just don't. And and I and I and I've said things that have probably hurt people and everything like that But you know at the end of the day all you can do is is learn from your experiences and better yourself And if you if you learn from your experiences, it's it's never anything to regret And that's what that's that's what i've learned in in my my years of being alive
3: Honestly from my perspective I'll, i'll say That that you know no matter what it is if it's a dj if it's an artist if it's a producer you're gonna have those that are good and, uh, and are talented and you're going to have those that are trying it out as a hobby or trying to fulfill a dream that really don't belong there but you know what it's up to the fans to decide who makes it in the genre you know yeah, it's sure. the fans who decide which DJ they're going to get behind which artist they're going to get behind what album they're going to buy and it, to me it's like I'm it's like I get a, a, a seizure in my head trying to, <sighs> trying to make sense of how is it that You have like a Carlos Burials' that double CD compilation or or, or Pompeo's compilation that didn't do as well as they should have. And then you have other compilations that people just can't shut the fuck up about, you know, (laughs) that don't deserve Mm. not even a thought, you know, how are they leaching into their wallets for this?
2: It's the irrelevant filler artists from back in the day who got these these people to believe that they were better than they really are and those are the people that are supporting these artists now. If you had a song on a compilation and you were a filler artist back in 1997, people are now celebrating you in 2018 as if you were the greatest thing since sliced bread, right? (laughs) There's an artist right now that looks like V for Vendetta. So because that guy was in a group 23 years ago that was a subpar group of a subpar group that was a filler in an album they're being celebrated now in 2018 as if they're like the next coming
3: we spoke in episode one with angel mena and I said, listen, freestyle has had its droughts. It's moments of droughts where you can go a couple years and, and you're lucky if you got enough songs to fill, you know, an, uh, an EP, right? Maybe two or three songs in those five years. And I can understand why radio stations and DJs and fans will get excited at whatever comes out. You know, something is better than nothing attitude, right? You have mm. to have that when there's nothing out there. But this year we've had so many songs, so many good songs. Yeah. And people yeah. still gravitate. To, uh, you know, I I can't, man. I, it's, I get exhausted just thinking about it. It, it doesn't make sense. When, when there's no music, okay. I understand you're getting behind it, people pumping up, whatever comes up. Because it's something to get excited about. But when you have good stuff, well, that's the stuff that, that should be, you know, promoted. That's the stuff that should be pushed. Not right. putting stuff on a countdown or, 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 or blasting it all over social media like it's the next coming. And I'm like, no, what? Dude, uh, we're not talking about all the other good songs that came out this year. Yeah. Why aren't people begging, you know, Wendy to, to come out with something, you know, more? Or or Alisa B. Well, well, why begging. is nobody bugging I, her I'm to come my, out with her <laughs> song? I'm on my fucking
2: knees right now. Please, Alisa. Please, Wendy. I'm gonna call <laughs> Rick Enriquez. I just spoke to MG a few minutes ago. I'm like, y'all need to come out with something new. Like,
0: it, it's let so me nice. tell you something. You know who needs to come out with something new? And her voice is absolutely insane, insane. And I and I never I never saw her perform live ever until like I guess a month and a half ago when I was in New York. Friggin' Naomi, that woman. Let me tell you, unbelievable. She can say, yeah, she can still she still Un- got it. Freaking believable. Her voice is insane. Insane, hands
2: down. So, yo, Santana Twins, please reach out to the Somebody, Carlos Berrios, <laughs> Willie, Valentine, Jay Adams, somebody that can produce, please. I'll pay for it.
3: <laughs> oh, now you're going to get calls.
2: <laughs> right, right.
3: <laughs> now you're speaking the right language.
2: Um, I hope that you can divide the payments into seven. <laughs> <laughs> the holidays are coming. so. <laughs> <laughs> Do you do you remember a bad show like a bad show like you were the best part of the whole night? Like, did you ever perform at a show where it was like, "What the fuck am I doing here"?
0: Oh, besides that that rinketing place you were talking about that smelled like piss. Um, (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh, nothing but the best
3: for artistic.
0: um a bad show oh no not really a bad show but i, I almost fell off the stage one time
2: <laughs> so you're saying you're clumsy is what you're saying
0: no it i think i think you were there that was the show that maybe that, it's that was... maybe it's me i, I make
2: you slip <laughs> and fall
3: you're a jinx no i'm the so, common denominator. is jose yeah.
0: no it was it was the show and you know what wait a minute where was it at i think you were there i think my dad was at that show oh
2: my god poor and guy was,
0: I know, and but the stage was shaped like picture, like the letter T. So, like, like the the, the um, the horizontal part was the back of the stage, and, and the other part, you know, went out into the crowd. And I, for whatever reason, didn't realize I was in like the corner, and I almost like stepped on the people on the ground.
3: <laughs> oh
0: my god! Yeah, my life flashed before my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, as as far as like a bad experience, like I mean, other than like like. My, oh, my favorite is when the promoters are like, oh, we didn't make enough at the door. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you made at the door. <laughs> uh, getting, I'm going to be getting paid tonight. Thank you. <laughs> Not my problem. Exactly. Like, we'll pay you when the show's over. No, you'll pay me before the show
2: starts. <laughs> yeah, or well, I'm going to burn the whole place down. I remember that. Burn to the Did oh, I, I say that? And I ended up paying you. <laughs> 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 I mean, you didn't have to take my mother hostage. Oh, my God. It's ironic that you and I thought about the same episode at my house, like, one day Um. apart. Because one day before, I was thinking about you falling down the steps and landing on your knees. And then the (laughs) next day, you hit me up on Instagram. Remember that time where I'm like, damn, I was just thinking about the same incident. Yes.
0: And do you remember she didn't have rubbing alcohol, so she had to clean me
2: up with (laughs) Bacardi? There was plenty of that in the house. What's going on in that house? It shouldn't
3: have the good old fashioned Vicks. It had to be Bacardi.
2: Damn. (laughs) You know what? But you were a champ. You you took you took that with with no issue. They they dropped it on your open wound, and you were like, "Yeah, whatever. Give me a drink."
0: And then I was like, "Do you have another pair of stockings? Do you remember that?" I'm like, "Do (laughs) these stockings?"
2: (laughs) My mom had everything. Your
0: mom's the best.
3: Actually, my favorite song, 99 and a half with Niaja. Oh, yeah. That's I my mean, girl. I mean, that to me, when I heard you sing that, I'm like, damn, she was made to sing that song. Because, you know, yeah. there's certain songs you shouldn't touch. You know, we all know that. There's classics that you just, but you, when you sang it, I'm like, oh, god damn, do another one.
0: The crazy thing with 99 and a half was for like a, a hot minute, me and Niaja both worked with um, Tasmania. And I had expressed an interest in wanting to do that song to Mike Farillo, and coincidence she had expressed the same interest, and that's how the song came about for us doing it together.
1: Subscribe to the Freestyle Club Free Style. Free Style. on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Google Play, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Stitcher. The Freestyle Club. The Freestyle Club. Let's
2: talk. is there anything you want to touch on
0: just you know the fact that I'm I'm really appreciative that for all the years that I wasn't doing music that the fans kept reaching out and reaching out and expressing you know a a want for new music and and always just saying such nice things and you know I I, I put a lot of my life on social media a lot of my personal life and um, as much as I appreciate everybody you know, staying in contact and and wanting to hear new music. The fact that every one of the fans that I have that follow me have followed the journey of my son as well. And that to me, like is, is priceless. Like it's so awesome to be able to share my music first and now I'm sharing his music and getting so much great feedback and so much love for him too. So that's just awesome. And you know, the fans are amazing without them, there'd There'd be really no reason for me to do any any more new music. And you know i'm gonna I'm gonna apologize for waiting so long to put put something new out, but hopefully it was worth the wait and everybody loves it. and you know, um thank you especially. i mean, you we've we've been friends for so long and and you've always been so great and you know always said such positive things and played my music and you know like i have to you you have to take a lot of credit for for my career because you really 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 paved the way for me i mean like like i give you a lot of credit for so many people here my stuff because you you loved it and you played it and and that's how people heard it so big thank yous to you uh,
3: wendy stop because you get to leave but i gotta deal with them for the rest of the you know podcast <laughs> Thank you very much, Wendy. I appreciate that.
2: you welcome. You're welcome. Right now, You're like <laughs> right now, I'm extending my arms, and I feel like Leonardo DiCaprio in front of the boat. King of the <laughs> world!
3: <laughs> yeah. So, Wendy, on behalf of all freestyle fans, I accept the apology, but the way <laughs> that you can make it up to us is to come out with some more music in 2018 and 2019. Then, then you made amends.
2: Absolutely. I can't wait to play the f- out of your new song, If I Tell You. And if I tell you I'm going to be playing it every week, I tell you I'm going to be playing it every week. <laughs> Special shout out to the Santana Twins.
0: Shout out to Cutting Records. Shout out to Freddie the Edit Rivera for the insane, insane dub remix. I finally heard it and it's awesome. And um, just want to shout out, say, say what's up to my kids, Jules and Jordan. I love you guys. And big shout out to my bestie, 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 Marissa. That's like my sister and she's been
2: she hates like my, my,
0: she does hate your guts. I know, she does hate my guts. True story, and I'll make it real quick. The way that I met her back in the day, we looked so much alike back in the day that I would go places and they'd be like, oh, what's up, Riss?" And I'm thinking like, uh, that's not my name. And she was getting the same thing. And we finally, at a show one time, we finally met and we were like, oh my God, we do look alike. And we've been best friends ever since. Since I was like 17.
1: This is Freestyle Club with your host, the unknown admin rafael reyes and cpr jose ortiz
3: so wendy you talked about having new music and working with the santana twins and possibly having something else down the road are you going to be working with the santana twins again because you sound like you had a lot of fun working with them
0: absolutely like that was hands down one of the best recording experiences i ever had um you know, we all get along great. The chemistry is great. Like the creativity is insane. You know, I'm a goofball, and they they seem to not be bothered by how goofy I am when I'm there. So that's a good thing. But I re- I, I like that they're so particular, and that's that's probably one of, aside from loving what they their work. That's like one of the main reasons I would definitely keep working with them because they're just particular, and it's not like oh that's good enough. Let's move on to the next thing. They're 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 as particular with the vocals as as the singer is and that that to me was was really important
3: now did they feed you after you finished working because I, they keep putting out teasers that they starve their artists until they oh get my it right God.
0: whenever i go to the studio i bring snacks with me but i bring enough for everybody so i'm i'm like a candyaholic i love like now and laters and like you know what i'm saying so i brought all this shit to the studio and they were like what and now, mind you, I had um, I had surgery last summer. I had I had weight loss surgery last summer. So the amount of food that I eat now is like so significantly smaller than than the average human being eats. So the big joke was that they they let me have two bugles while I was there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I hope to hear more from you, especially Santana Twins, because those guys are rocking it. I don't know where they find the time, but uh, you know that's what Freestyle needs is good quality new releases right now That in order to, for there to be a good 2019, 2020, and so on.
0: Absolutely. and and you know what and and they're particular and that's how how more people need to be they need to be, be particular with the artists they work with and what they put out and everything that I've heard from them I've been really happy with the cologne song Mike Re's song like just really very very happy with it and then some some stuff that they, they played for me um, from other artists that they've worked with just all I love all of it definitely definitely my style
1: this is the freestyle club. <laughs> pick hit
0: of the week so my pick hit of the week is probably one of my favorite freestyle songs ever and it's from my old label mate marisol and it's beginning of the end
2: What is your pick of the week?
3: Normally, I don't do this because I don't like cheesing up to our guests, but I'm going to pick If I Tell You by Wendy if I tell you I love you, you need
0: to know that I'm And if you tell me you love me, you better make me believe it. I'll give you all of my heart and so, boy, it's all that you need. Babe, all I ask in return is that you never won't get.
2: On our previous episode, we talked about Luis Marte and him being the only good song on a 17-song compilation, which is factual. One thing that I wanted to clear up was that the song was produced by Tenasi. The song was written by Luis Marte, and Luis Marte had a lot of input in the song to where he had creative control to get the quality to where it is to be the best song on the compilation. So congratulations going out to Luis Marte. He's my pick hit of the week with For All My Life. Girl every
1: time you near me I can feel it Every time we touch I know
2: Thank you so much, Wendy, for joining us this week on the Freestyle Club. Where can they find you?
0: They can find me on Facebook under my real name, Wendy Scanlon. They can find me on Instagram. It's mama underscore slush. And, you know, for bookings or other, you know, contact info, they can just, for right now, they can can contact me through Facebook Um, in the process of acquiring new management and a booking agent. Messaging me would be the the best bet.
1: Subscribe to the Freestyle Club. Freestyle. Freestyle Freestyle. On Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Google Play, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Stitcher. The Freestyle Club. The Freestyle Club. Let's talk freestyle.